Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 30. So for our 30th episode, I'm delighted to be introducing another guest on the podcast. I'm talking today to Catherine Chastney. Now, Catherine is an art educator and she's also the owner of I Picture This. And Catherine's work focuses on bringing art and the joy of discussing art to older people, from creating conversations in care homes to creating art cards during lockdown and working with people living with dementia. Now, before I share our chat, if you'd love to support the show, you can do so by treating me to a cup of tea on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire I'll put a link in the show notes. And the show notes, as always, they're available on my website, thinkingmuseum.com forward slash podcast. And this is episode 30. So let me properly introduce my guest today. Catherine Chastney is an art educator who is passionate about using art to bring people together to promote discussion and improve well-being. She has developed dementia tours and workshops in London galleries and heritage sites, and she's worked in care homes, memory cafes and hospitals, bringing art to people that are unable to visit museums. I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. Here it is. Let's get started with today's chat. So welcome, Catherine, to the Art Engager podcast. I'm delighted you could be with us. Thank you, Claire. It's great to be here. Brilliant. So we're going to be chatting today um, all about your work and how you came to be doing the work that you're doing and the work you do with uh, seniors, with older people, your focus on art and dementia. Um, I just want to start with finding out where you are recording from today. Yeah, I'm in the UK. I'm in a town in Hertfordshire called Welling Garden City. Um, It's about 30 miles north of London and um, so I'm lucky because I get to work in Hertfordshire and I'm able to travel into London as well and work in museums and galleries there. That's brilliant yeah the best of both worlds and as I I told you before I think I grew up in St Albans I'm also a Hertfordshire girl and used to go into London a lot as well. (laughs) So we have a lot in common already could you perhaps tell me a little bit about your background and what you've been doing in the past and what you're doing right now? Uh, so um, I've been uh, I've been working in museums and galleries for many years. Um, started working with school groups and then family and groups, and then in about 2005, I um, moved to the Wallace Collection and uh, started the community program there. And one of the strands of the community program was um, to to start work with. Um, older people and we set up an outreach program called Out of the Frame and 
um, this program is just something that I've always loved since I started doing it um, because it's just so wonderful to be able to take art into care settings and to be able to show people that wouldn't be able to come to the museum and see it for themselves in, in many cases. So um, that's kind of my total love is uh, just bringing together art and older people and care settings. That's brilliant. I can really hear your, your passion shining through. So tell me about some of the values that you hold dear in your work. Yeah, so I, I just truly believe that art should be accessible to everyone. Um, I think that um, uh, just looking at, at art is something that um, it can lift our spirits, it can kind of change our mood um, and and it's something that anyone can do um, so what I, I what I really want to do is just help people to to be able to look at art I think people are often scared of doing it they feel that they don't know how to respond and they they say you know it's not my thing and and I really feel that that's not the case and that anybody can look at art and anybody can form an opinion about it and that those opinions should be shared and heard and and that you know art just gives us an opportunity to uh, to talk to each other and open up to each other in ways that we wouldn't be able to do in in other kinds of conversations. Absolutely. And this is why we have connected and why we got in touch with each other, because I think we hold so many of the same values. We're both passionate about the same thing that, you know, art should be for everyone. We're really integrating those conversations and those discussions about art and hearing multiple perspectives, all those sorts of ideas. So I'm, uh, yeah, 100% with you on that. Um, can we talk a little bit about uh, your company, your organisation, I Picture This? Can you tell me a little bit about it and why you set it up? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I Picture This um, was an idea that I'd had milling around in my head for a little while. Um, been doing this outreach programme with the Wallace Collection and um, not living in London, I just realised that uh, the care homes that I was visiting and, and the day centres and the memory cafes, they were all in London. And, and I thought, do you know what, well, there are people where I live that would love to do this too. Um, and then I suppose it was really the pandemic that got things going um, because I started volunteering in a care home. And my, my outreach work obviously stopped because the museums were closed and, um, and so it wasn't possible to continue. But my local care home needed some volunteer help. And so I went in once a week and um, I just was, was, was in the dementia unit and, and I would sit with people and chat or we would look through a magazine together or listen to some music. And then I thought, oh, I've got some pictures at home. I'm going to take them in and do what I would do in, in the care homes in, in London. I'm going to do this in my local care home and just sit with people and look at pictures together. And so we started doing that and I, and I, it kind of solidified that, yes, uh, this is what I want to do. And so I set up, uh, I picture this as a social enterprise and I was able to um, get some money 
from the National Lottery Communities Fund. And it enabled me to write these art packs. Um, at this point, I was no longer able to go into the care home because uh, the pandemic had developed further. And, um, and I thought, okay, so I can't go out to people and talk about art. I can't bring people together. I can't um, facilitate any kind of in-person activities. So I'm going to do my best to help people to do it for themselves. And so I wrote, uh, I picture this at home packs and they were distributed to um, care homes, befriending schemes locally for free, which was brilliant. And then, uh, then we had a um, bit of extra um, money available um, to print some more that we could um, sell as well. So it's, that, that was kind of where it all started really, um, a development of this outreach programme that I've been doing with the Wallace Collection and trying to broaden it and bring it to more people and um, also work with other, you know, artworks and, and collections. Sounds um, fascinating. And I love the idea of, you know, being able to sort of, as we all have had to do over the past uh, 18 months now, is to really think on our feet and pivot and think about new ways to work with the groups that we were working with before, whether that's online or in your case, working with these art packs, which sounds like a really innovative way of carrying on those conversations about art and sort of giving people the inspiration to have those questions about art and have those conversations. Yeah, definitely. And I think those, you know, one of the things that I think really affected people that were on their own during lockdown was that they weren't always getting through a day without speaking to someone else and um, with an art pack you know you might not see someone else but you you could send out two you know you could send one out to a family member and then that's that's something that people can talk about over the phone and and it was it was great to hear that people were doing that you know there was one one guy who um would do it with his granddaughter and I just thought it was lovely that that was happening because um well you know it's it's a conversation that's not about what you've watched on tv and it's not about the weather and and not about the the nothingness that you've done at home it's it's about looking and sharing something new together Exactly. And those moments of being in the moment with the work of art as well can really help you to sort of forget everything else that's going on and just focus on being there and discussing the artwork. So it can be quite therapeutic as well. Yeah, definitely. Kind of bringing in, um, you know, mindfulness and, and that kind of just concentrating on the here and now and enjoying enjoying that moment and that connection you know and it's it's a connection with an artwork and it's a connection with a person at the same time yeah yeah love it um could you tell me perhaps about any other projects you've worked on I know that you've recently published a toolkit I'd love to hear more about that oh yeah so the toolkit um kind of uh, is a development of the art packs in some ways um so the Wallace Collection, um, as they were unable to um, d deliver the outreach program, had some, um, you know, wanted to keep up relationships with um, care homes and care providers and wanted to be supporting them. Um, and so we, we together we wrote this toolkit, which is for 
uh, any um, any family member, any carer, any activity coordinator, um, but someone that's involved in a, in a care setting. And it um, is helping people um, to kind of uh, engage with arts and think about art as being something more than providing an art, an art class. I think often in care settings, the art box, the you know the art provision is an art class and we wanted to say no you know bring in art in in other ways bring in um discussion groups bring in you know why not talk about um a picture while you're helping with personal care why not um in your chair-based exercise classes um model the poses of some sculpture um you know if you've got someone who um, is really keen on um, household, uh, quite often women particularly um, will um, be very keen to wipe down tables or sweep the floor. Well, you know, why not talk to them about some pictures that show domestic um, jobs happening, you know, things that we do in the home and how how um, how that's changed and so it's kind of trying to use art in a in a more natural fluid conversational way um, and the um, we use the five ways of well-being to sort of demonstrate that arts participation is really valuable um, so the, can you um, talk a little bit about those five ways? Yeah. So the um, the five ways to well-being is um, it's something that the NHS uses and 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 um, mind and um, kind of lots of um, organisations that are interested in um, promoting mental well-being. And, and there are five things that we can all do to um, look after our well-being. So um, we have connect, we have take notice, we have keep learning, give and be active. And what, what we're trying to demonstrate through this toolkit is that you can use art to um, to, uh, it, with all of these five ways to well-being. So when you're um, looking at art, you can look at art to connect um, with other people and with an artwork. You are taking notice of what you're looking about you're, and taking notice of, of other people's opinions as they talk and share with you. You're learning um, because it is part of that conversation. People are sharing their own thoughts and ideas and you're giving your time and you're being active in the community of the care home. So, you know, arts provision is not just a nice sort of add on. It's really kind of fundamental to promoting good well-being you know, for everyone. Um, and in this case, particularly in care settings. That's fantastic. I love the idea of having a toolkit as well, because it's not only creating those connections between uh, carers and people in the care homes, but also giving people the tools to create those conversations about art, because quite often we hear, and I'm sure you hear as well, is I don't know how to talk about art. I don't know anything about art. So giving people the tools to be able to do that and to show them that it can actually be very simple and very accessible is simply a starting to say, you know, what do you see is a wonderful idea. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, 
I mentioned about that that fear factor earlier on and um and so the the framework just tries to make it all so much more accessible and say to um activity coordinators and carers you don't need to know about about art all you need to do is to be able to spend time with someone looking and saying what do you see and 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 a conversation starts from there yeah, I'm nodding away furiously. You can't see me, but I am nodding directly. Um, so I'd love, I'd love to talk a little bit about art and dementia, people living with dementia. So could you tell us a little bit about how art or discussing art helps people living with dementia? Why would we use art? Oh, so many, so many reasons, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> so many reasons. It's... Uh, uh, I guess for me, one of the most fundamental reasons is that it's it's a leveler. You know, anyone can do it. Anyone can look at art, um, and and so uh, after a, a diagnosis of dementia, there's there's obviously um, worry and anxiety, and people are naturally going to think about the things that they can't do. Um, in the future and this this is this is always something that you can do you can always look at art um, and and what happens when we we look at, as, at, at art is it, it engages the brain in some way um, it, it's something um, it, it is cognitive um, but it's um, there's no kind of right or wrong way of doing it. So when when you're looking, you can just look. You can just look quietly, and and sometimes in um, high dependency units um, where people are no longer able to e- express verbally, um, they you can still have a really great time with someone just by just by watching what someone's looking at and following their gaze and by giving you know a little bit of information maybe even um, tracing a finger around something so even in in much more advanced stages of dementia looking at art is 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 beneficial yeah and and you gave some examples there but how do you literally engage people um living with dementia with artworks do you use a framework do you ask certain types of questions you know those uh, mm-hmm. people are always interested to hear what kind of methods you use and techniques you might use so I, I, I think the most important thing is to start by making people feel comfortable um, because often people feel uncomfortable if they're not used to looking at art so before you even get your picture out before you even sit next to someone you've got to try and make sure that the environment is right so and think about um you know if you're visiting in a care home this is someone's home um so don't put yourself opposite them where they feel trapped you know ask whether you can sit next to them ask whether you can spend a bit of time with them um, if you've got people coming into your museum or gallery or or, or heritage site then then welcome at the front door don't um, don't um, don't assume that they will find you in the room that you've booked um, because that can be confusing and you you know you 
you don't know what kind of journey someone's had. So welcoming at the front door with a big smile on your face is is immediately kind of puts people at ease. So kind of before you even start trying to engage, just try and set the right tone. And then I think after that, um, you know, we've already we've already said, you know, what can you see? It's 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 the question that I almost always start with. Yeah. Hello, my name's Catherine. Um, I've got some pictures. I'd love to look at them with you. Can we look together? Can I sit next to you? Um, usually the answer is yes. <laughs> um, and and then I'll say, oh, let me get them out for you. Put them put them out. And let's have a look together. This is this is something that we're doing together. It's not me telling you about it. I want to know um, what you think as well. And so, uh, I guess that's that. That's the second thing. Kind of um, don't worry about imparting knowledge. You know, just um, take it at the pace of the person that you're with. Be flexible and and start with what you can see. And then yeah. I think being an active listener is really, really important. So um, you've got to allow time for people to look. Don't fill those gaps with more questions because that's just going to confuse the brain. There's a lot going on here. I've got an artwork. Someone's asking me a question. Oh, no, they've thrown in another question because I've not replied yet. You know, slow it all right down and uh you know the picture's out um they're holding it or they've got it on their knee or on a table um what can you see wait you know some and people will respond to this question in different ways um and you've got to watch um what you know not just listen to what they're about to say you've got to watch for their body language what what are they looking at in the picture? Are they going to trace a bit with their finger? Are they looking away? Um, are they trying to um, think about what might be the right answer, um, which, which sometimes is the case? So you've got to be really tuned in to um, the person that you're with. Don't, um, don't, uh, don't just listen with your ears, listen with your whole body. Yeah, some wonderful tips there. Some really great points about sort of creating that trust and safety right at the start, asking permission, um, focusing on observation, which is a great leveler. You know, everybody can observe. And then, you know, thinking really hard about listening and making space, you know, not yeah. talking all the time, creating pauses, allowing space to happen, all such wonderful tips. Thank you. I'm going to um, ask you to share a little bit about your class that you're leading for us on the 2nd of December. Perhaps you could give us an overview of what we'll be doing in that class. It's called uh, a dementia-friendly approach to art, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Hooray. I'm going to be thinking about... Um, Museum, the, the museum, gallery or heritage environment that people work in. So people will come to the class and um, be able to share a bit more about their environment. And I'm going to help people to um, think clearly about their, um, the way that they wish to engage with people, that 
um, are living with dementia, whether um, they're looking to welcome people into their museum, gallery, heritage organisation, or whether they're looking to um, start some outreach engagement. And we're going to look at how to um, plan and deliver a session and think about how you might effectively um, evaluate that as well. So everything from sort of what have you got to offer um, to how can I how can I um, offer it and um, and then um, what, what we do next. That's brilliant. So from start to finish, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So um, we're going to wrap up now. I would just want to tell people how they can find you, find out more about you or reach out to you. Can you share some links that I can put in the show notes, please? Of course. Yeah. So um, I have a website, which is www.ipicturethis.org.uk. And I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at I Picture This UK. And there is a very new I Picture This LinkedIn page, which um, I will be um, doing some more stuff on soon. Brilliant. I'll include links to all of those. And um, I really recommend you go follow Catherine at I Picture This on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, that's where we also connected. And I love your posts. I love the questions that you ask and the things that you talk about as well. It's always really fascinating. So um, thank you so much for chatting to me today about your work. I'm very excited about your masterclass on the 2nd of December. I'll also link to that in the show notes as well. But thanks for your time. Thanks for sharing all your expertise and your knowledge. Um, it's been wonderful. Oh, thank you, Claire. <laughs> Bye then. Bye. Bye. So many thanks to Catherine for being on the podcast today. I hope our chat has inspired you to think about how you might use art to bring people together, to create conversations, to forge connections and ultimately improve well-being. Catherine will be teaching a masterclass for Thinking Museum on the 2nd of December at 5pm. That's Amsterdam time, Central European time. It's called A Dementia-Friendly Approach to Art and this class will explore ways in which looking at art can stimulate conversation with people living with dementia. So it's for you whether you run on-site tours or programmes or outreach workshops. Catherine's going to help you think about how to plan and facilitate a session that's both person-centred and object-focused. We're going to explore your environment, the unique space you work in and how best to use it, specifically when working with people with cognitive impairments. We're going to think about planning a session, how to choose artworks, how people might engage and how to involve carers. And we're going to talk about delivering a session. So initiating those conversations, being present in the moment, active listening and knowing when and how to wrap it up. So I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to find out more about this very special class. Now, if you want to find out more about Catherine, do go and find her on Instagram or Facebook at iPictureThisUK and say hi. I'll put all the relevant links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe or follow the Art Engager and share with friends and give us a rating and review too. Come and say hi and hello to me on Instagram. I can be found there hanging most days. Search for 
at Thinking Museum. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.